Hey, everybody. Dirty Thursday brought to you by River City Speedway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Greenbush Racetrack, Greenbush Race Park announcer Keith coming in the studio today. Yep. Be going over track schedules, talking about last year and this year's schedule. Uh, Chad's not here, and uh, <laughs> Keith said, what? Another procedure? Uh, something like that. But uh, Chad, I know he's watching right now. Uh, Nick, uh, William, Chad, Daryl, Craig, Al, all of you people already watching. Uh, hello, everybody. Our show today, by the way, brought to you by Northwest Tires. Speaking of Chad, uh, they're looking to hire a front counter salesperson. Uh, you'd be working with customers, writing up work orders, things like that. Uh, deal with selling tires, the inventory of them. Uh, pay will depend on experience. Uh, also, the benefits list, uh, the benefit package is, is pretty good. PTO, health insurance, 401k, all that kind of stuff. Uh, give Chad a call if you have any questions. All right, 701-780-8473. You can also uh, check it out online at nwtire.com. If you have any questions or comments uh, for myself or Keith or anything, uh, feel free to call us or text us, all right? Uh, 701-213-213. 0863 is our number. 701-213-0863. Uh, quick time for your daily segment, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. I'm not a basketball guy, but uh, we're going to do a basketball joke. What do you call 12 millionaires around a TV watching the NBA Finals? What do you call 12 millionaires around a TV watching the NBA Finals? Will that be the Minnesota Timberwolves? There we go. I would have said LA Lakers. But... Yeah, yeah. But I wish. Yeah, I'm not a big Laker fan. Ah, uh, there we go. Okay, first off, we're going to go through a few things here. Uh, good morning, everybody. The Bulls <laughs> says, uh, no racing this Saturday in Devil's Lake. Um, and by the way, Devil's Lake looking for a flag, man. If you know anybody out there that wants to flag at Devil's Lake, uh, reach out to me or reach out to uh, Heather and Nolan at Devil's Lake. Um, Home of Economy had the indoor racer showcase last Saturday. Of course, we were there, and it was one heck of a good time, a good show. Uh, place was packed there for a while. You couldn't even walk in there. Uh, we talk about Devil's Lake uh, canceling for this weekend. River City Speedway now was scheduled to start a week from tomorrow on the 5th. Uh, that has been pushed back, hopefully, to the 12th. There might be a test in tune coming up. Uh, we'll wait and play that by ear, but you'll hear it here first, all right? Uh, on Dirty Thursday, brought to you by River City Speedway. And uh, one more thing I wanted to mention. Uh, feel free to get a hold of me if you want a Forks Karting Association raffle tickets. They've got some incredible cash prizes. They're only $10 a piece. Uh, get a hold of me. I've got a whole book here, and that way um, Kenny's not yelling at me because I haven't sold any of them. So uh, feel free to get a hold of me here in the Grand City Mall, Grand Forks Best Source. And here we go. Keith coming in the house. How are you, man? Hey, good morning. How was the drive? Not too bad. Yeah, yeah. No, you said uh, not a whole lot of water up there, just in the kind of the areas where it normally is. Right. Mentota Oslo is usually pretty high, and mm -hmm. it was. Now, for people that don't know you, uh, you are the Greenbush racetrack announcer, but you live and work in Warroad. Correct. And how long have you been up in Warroad? I've been up in Warroad now almost 36 years. 36 years. Now, we were just talking before we went on. Um, you are an alum of Northland Community Technical College. I am. Um, radio and television program. Yep. And uh, we're kind of fired up about this because for the first time ever, uh, they're going to have a reunion. Yeah. And they've been around for 50 years. That reunion's coming up. I'm going for sure, and I, and I hope you do. I'm, but um, I'm thinking of going, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't wait. Uh, I know there's a lot of people I'd really like to see. I would really like to see Howard Rocky, yeah. uh, our old instructor. Don Jorstead, you know, unfortunately passed away. But um, uh, it, it was 
such a good good time of my life from what I remember. <laughs> uh, I remember getting yelled at a lot, saying I smelled like cheap booze, but a lot of us did. Um, <laughs> well, the drinking age was only 19, yeah, you know, back yeah. in the day. And a lot of these guys were North Dakotans or whatever, and they thought this was heaven. You know, they could come up here and drink when they're 19. But um, anyway, there we go. Um, how's your winter been treating you? Uh, not too bad. Getting too, long. Too long, yeah. like everybody else's, but yeah. not too bad. Yeah. Now, if you were to talk about last year's uh, schedule and how the the year went, I mean, you guys really didn't even have an official rainout or anything, did you? No, we had uh, one race canceled after all the heats were in, and that's, for us, that's an official, you know, full program. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, it just happened to be when the Rebel Midwest Mod Tour and the Street Stock Tour yeah. was in town. Yeah. Never uh, fails. Never fails, it seems like. Uh, the Street Stock Tour, this will be the third year there, and they have yet to comp- compete <laughs> or complete a feature. Yeah. So, you know, me being from Thief River, um, I, I used to ranch on an A-Mod, so we were up at Greenbush every week. Um, and, and the people, it's weird, because people in Grand Forks do the same thing, Buffalo River, uh, you know, Devil's Lake, Greenbush. We kind of take it for granted you know, that we have a, a facility to be able to do what we do. And a lot of people, and I really started paying attention to it after this last pass racing season, Greenbush is a hidden gem. We might not think that, but people that have never been up there, when you look at, at, at some of their, their quotes and what they say about Greenbush, it really is a nice racetrack. It, it, it is, I don't know, I'm going to call it a hidden gem, but it's... Everybody that goes up there, I don't think I've ever heard one complaint. Yeah, there's others that, that have said it's a hidden gem too, and then uh, you know, or it's too far out of the way. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. well, big deal. Yeah, um, but yeah, we consider it a hidden gem. You're going to get uh, three lanes of racing. It's going to be smooth. It's fast, and uh, it, it'll just be a fun night. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some more texts here. Let's see what do we got, uh, boy. I say we get the three Devil's Lake announcers in there, you, me, and Chad off. Oh, that'd be kind of fun. Hey, that would be a good show. Uh, a lot of people watching Tommy Eglin uh, loves running in Greenbush. Uh, it's pretty cool when the sprint cars get up there. And one of the, the long time ago, I was there, uh, and it was, uh, let's see, Bobby Martin and Brendan Wilde colliding as they crossed the, the checkered, the finish line. And Brendan Wilde launched over the fence and over part of the grandstands. <laughs> it went rolling down, but. Um, I remember that like it was yesterday, but the sprint cars, when they're there, they put on a pretty good show. Yeah, they haven't been there now for, for mm-hmm. a few years. I don't know why that is, but... I don't know. It seems like they like to go south. Yeah. But when we look at the schedule coming up this year, uh, let's see here. NLRA, five different times. Five different times. At Greenbush. And all points races. All points races, all too. All points races. So we should have a pretty good turnout of the L- NLRA crew. Uh, we're going to open with them on mm-hmm. May 27th. Yep. And then they'll be back in, uh, I believe, June, July, August, and then our uh, double feature on Labor Day weekend. Yeah, end of September. That is unreal. Um, I know you were trying to get Trapper to come up here with you today. But it, we always try to get him. Yeah. I think he's just shy. Well, I th- everybody really claims they're likes, busy. Yeah, I don't think he likes <laughs> doing some of this stuff. You well, know, A lot of people don't. But <laughs> it's just... We're just talking here, you know. And that's and that's. And, oh, speaking of that, I have been trying to get Nick Umdahl on this show, uh, and, or the uh, Nosa Sprint Car Driver Zero Car. I've been trying to get him on the show for years, ever since we started it. Talked him into coming next Friday or next hey. Thursday. How about that? 
So, Nick, I hope you're watching the show. If not, I know your girl is. And, uh, yeah, you will be sitting in that chair a week from today. And we can't wait. He's actually going to take the day off from work because I think he probably will have to. (laughs) It's anything like last Thursday. Um, The schedule you guys have got. Okay, first let's talk a little bit about last year. We talked about no rainouts. Um, It was a great year for racing last year. It was. Um, Was there any events last year that just really stood out for you? Oh, that lightning sprint shootout. That that was a good night. Um, and it's even growing more oh, this yeah, year. Yeah, definitely. Now that it's going to be a national race. Yeah. Um, I know, was it the Sexton crew, not Brent, the dad, but the son, Grant? Yep, yep. Led here in Greenbush, or in, in, at River Cities, mm-hmm. crashed. Yep. Led in Greenbush, spun out, and I think he finally redeemed himself Sunday. Yeah. If if I remember right, he went in, in, in Glendon, but man, I mean, he should have walked away with that points title. Yeah, and and one of them just got hurt in a wreck. Yeah, yeah, out um, in California, broken vertebrae, I believe. Mm. So hopefully, I mean, uh, we saw it with Dobmeyer. Hopefully, you know, it's not as bad. It didn't sound like it was as bad, but hopefully, we'll get to see him up there. Uh, I had such a good time, and now you know they added that Thursday night at Devil's Lake. Yeah. So it'll be, I mean, Thursday there, Friday here, Saturday there, Sunday at Buffalo River. That's, that's a hell of a four-day swing that's for these the, guys. Yep. And um, lightnings have changed so much. Yes. You know, back in the day, you, you, you could tell the guys that were running snowmobiles. You yep. could see the big clutch covers and all. Just the They're really, Yeah, and, and, and I loved it. A lot of people hated it. Yep. I would close my eyes dreaming I was back watching the Wall Brothers, you know, ice racing, snowmobiles, and things like that. But... Now that they have kind of got everything together as far as sanctioning bodies and rule packages and things like that, them lightning sprints, I tell you what, when they come to River City Speedway, their track times, their hot lap times are very comparable with the late models. I mean, these guys, if they don't have to let off on the throttle and they can keep that momentum going, the the lightning sprints, are they're hauling the mail, man. Well, up there, the, the track record for the sprints... Uh Austin Pierce, okay, track record up there, eleven point three zero four seconds. Okay, the track record for the lightning sprints belongs to Presley Trudson at twelve point one one seven seconds. So wow, it's less than a second. Yeah, you know, isn't that something? So, so I mean, speed wise, they're right there. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, sorry, yes, it was Shane Sexton injured in a wingless four ten. Oh, he was in a sprint car wreck. Okay, thank you, Amanda Joe. Uh, <laughs> at least she's still watching. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I texted her about eleven minutes before the show and said, "Hey, you want to come and go?" <laughs> and she she was kind of giving me a hard time at the racer showcase about um, all the the time and, and and notice I give her whenever I beg her to come <laughs> into the studio. Um, when we look at the upcoming schedule, um, is there anything that really blows you away right now, Keith? Well. All, all the touring series that come in, you know, with the Rebel Midwest Mod Tour, the Dirt Race Central Street Stock Tour, uh, the Moonshine Mod Tour, and then the uh, Minn Kota Power Eye National Sprint, Lightning Sprint Tour. I look forward to all those, you know, races. Mm-hmm. Because you know you're going to draw in the best of the best. Well, absolutely. 
Um, there is a couple of classes here that, that I've never got to see. I'm going I'm to start at the top here. Uh, hopefully May 27th. You guys should be good to go, I would think, May hopefully, 27th. Yeah. Uh, but a, what a great way to kick off the year. I mean, you got the NLRA with Soda Late Models, it's in, and that is a point show. Uh, you got the Wissota A mods, which is one of my favorites, which are there all the time. Uh, you got the Wissota Midwest mods, Wissota Street Stocks, Wissota Pier Stocks, and Four Cylinders. Um, one thing that I noticed on your schedule is you have got the 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 Midwest. What are they? The smaller mods. Oh, the mod fours. The mod fours. I've never seen them run. What are they like? I haven't seen them on a regular. I've seen them at the. Uh... It was the Western 100 many years ago. Okay. Um, they run, run them in Bemidji and uh, some other tracks down south there. Uh, they should be fun to watch. I mean, it's not a real big track, so it should be you know just good for them. Mm-hmm. And then we have them four times this year. Oh, wow. That, that is nice. How, how come I'm looking at June 17th, no races? Is there something else going on that weekend? Kicking up country. Oh, sure. That's, we, we, we get the drivers, but it, we really take a kick in the pants in the grandstands. Right, right. Now, and, and the thing is, is it's not even a green bush. No, it's <laughs> and 20 it's, miles further west. Yeah, and it's not even really country this year either. They, I mean, they got all kinds of rock bands coming this yeah. year, don't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? It, and that is kind of the one thing that... Um, that racetracks do, they do kind of help out what's going on around. I mean, I know racetracks right. talk. You know, we don't want to schedule a big show on your night. Kicking up country, same thing. Um, you know, it, let's just take the night off. Right. You know, it, it gives, maybe it gives some of these drivers an opportunity to maybe go visit a different track. Uh, there are diehard race fans. Yes. And, you know, darn well, there's people going, Okay, kicking up country yeah. or Greenbush. Yeah. What do I do? What that, do I do? That's kind of our case, you know. They figure kicking up country is one one weekend a year. Sure, they miss one weekend of racing. You know, mm-hmm. it it just sucks that our summers are so short. Yeah, you, you exactly. just it it everything changes. It's like well, there's a million things I'd like to do if it was in December, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but we don't have that luxury up here. Right, right. Um, okay, I'm looking at these now. Okay, the, the, what's the Dirt Race Central Street Stock Tour? We were talking about that earlier. These guys, where, where's the nearest place anymore where people are running street stocks? I Just about every Or super place. stocks, I mean, isn't oh, it? Oh, super oh, okay. stocks, no. The Dirt Race Central, I, I just put SS Tour. Yeah. Oh, Street no, stock or super stock? It used to be the Steffa Street Stock Tour. Okay, okay. And I think Dirt Race Central come aboard as their primary sponsor. So it's a street stock. Yes. Okay, okay. And then July 22nd, the Wasoda A-Mod Special. The what Moonshine is that going to be? Moonshine Mod Tour. It's the Moonshine Mod Tour. How did that come about? I How did they I come knew, up with the I, Moonshine name? I, I, you have to ask Benji Fromke. I think he's the one in charge of that. Uh, it's kind of the remnants of the old Advantage RV modified tour. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I understand, that they weren't going to do it this year, so I think Benji kind of jumped in and organized that. Okay. Uh, then we talked a little bit about August 12th coming up. That's the uh, 2023 Power Eye Lightning Sprints Nationals. Um, we had Jason Berg on the show uh, a couple of weeks back. They're expecting a big turnout for that. Yeah. I mean, there's going to yeah. be cars Sounds like they're going to be coming from not only west of the Mississippi, but hopefully east, too. Yeah, he's already got those two Canadians signed up. He does, huh? And I think he's got 20, 20 drivers signed up not from the area. Not from the area. Yeah, so, and then there's at least 20 in the area. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, we're looking at, we could possibly get 50 cars. Possibly. Boy, would that be a great show. Uh, August 26th, Wissota, 
what special is that? That's the Rick Johnson uh, Memorial Street special. Okay, that's the street stocks. And then uh, wrapping up the season, oh, I mean, what a great weekend. You got NLRA late models, Wissota A mods, Midwest mods, street stocks, mod four, four-cylinder, powered lightning sprints on the first day. And then NLRA late models again with soda A mods, Midwest mods, street stocks, pure stocks, mod four, four cylinders, power lightning sprints. You guys got a hell of a schedule this year. Eight classes of cars for that Labor Day weekend. When, when, when you, being an announcer, when you see that there's eight classes that night <laughs> and it's a two-day show back-to-back, what's the old voice box telling you <laughs> by, by the second day there? By the second day, she's pretty uh, worn out and raspy. Yeah, worn out and raspy. Are you like me? I, I kind of figure this out. People will say, well, how were the races last night? I usually judge it on how my voice feels at the end of the night. Um, if I'm struggling and I'm hurting, I know the odds are it was some pretty darn good yeah, racing. Yeah. Because uh, let's face it, you and I, we're, we don't just talk when we're at the racetrack. Right. I mean, when the racing gets racy, so do we. We get a little loud, don't yep, we? Yep, we have to. You have to. You have to is absolutely right. Tell you what, we're going to take a little break here. Uh, Keith Cumming, uh, announcer at Greenbush Racetrack, is with us today. We're going to talk a little bit about Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Uh, life is fast. Everything has got to be done like yesterday, uh, including oil changes. In fact, I'm overdue. Uh, stop into Valvoline Instant Oil Change. You know, they're usually done with you in and out in about 15, 20 minutes. They do tranny and coolant flushes and tire rotations and batteries. When you go in for your oil change, here's what they do. They top off your fluids. They check your tires, your battery, your lights, wipers, your cabin air filter, and they change your oil. Uh, You'll get discounts for fleets in the military. They can text and email invoices and coupons. And if you mention Grand Fork's best source, here's what they're going to do. They're going to knock $10 off your oil change. It's worth it right there. Valvoline Instant Oil Change are open Monday through Saturday. No appointment needed. Pickup and delivery available if you live in Grand Forks, too. I tell you what, for a complete oil change and more, Check them out. Valvoline Instant Oil Change. What a great group of guys over there, too. 3325 South 38th Street or call 701-780-8462. Make sure you tell them. Grand Fork's best source sent you. And we're going to be back with Keith. But first, let's hear from Muskox. All right, we are back, and thanks to Muskox and all of our sponsors for being into the Dirty Thursday. Keith Cumming, announcer at Greenbush, is here. Uh, we got a whole bunch of texts. We were talking about the Sexton boys, Keith. Uh, let's see, uh, Brennan Grover, uh, there's uh, been way too many spinal and other injuries already this year alone. Uh, Zach Omdahl watching, Travis, Marty Kleba, Amanda Joe. yes, uh, it was Shane's section injured. Uh, we've got the 410. Uh, there's been way too, okay. 
Look how it affected Alex Bowman's NASCAR career, getting injured in a sprint car. He's out potentially a month. Now, I heard rumor has it uh, Rick Hendrick uh, released now that uh, he's not letting any of his drivers run on dirt anymore, which I don't know is going to affect how that's going to affect Kyle Larson. Um, I did see something on social media, and I think Kyle is going to try to run the Indy 500 this year, too. So I don't know. I mean... What do you do when, when, when you got a guy like Kyle Larson or you got a guy like Alex Bowman or any of these guys that, you know, okay, I'm going to race for you, Rick Hendrick, for how many millions of dollars a year, but I'm going to go race sprint cars. And, you know, like what's his name got hurt skiing. You know, what do you, don't you got to put, I mean, in my opinion, you shouldn't be able to tell somebody what they can do or not do with their life. But when you're getting paid millions of dollars to do something and you can't because, you did something stupid like went downhill skiing and hit a tree or whatever. Do you think they should? these guys should be capped? I mean, there's you could have a job. I mean, okay, just for an example, say you worked for Budweiser. You can't drink a Miller Lite. If you do and you're seen, you're probably going to lose your job. I get that. Should it be that way for racing too? Yeah, I don't know the answer to that one. I know Hendrick is just trying to protect his drivers i guess uh yeah sure but i guess when they're not in a race car they should be able to do what they want you know it's their own time as long as it doesn't affect them yeah, the coming sunday yeah right the nascar schedule and, and and i mean let's face it you and i between the two of us you think about how many hundreds of pretty brutal wrecks we have probably seen in our careers yeah. and 99 percent of the time the guys walk away from right, them right you know and 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 you see this one i mean his wreck bowman's wreck didn't look that bad until he landed it it was kind of ugly but i mean even when dobmeyer broke his back yeah it looked like nothing right you know when dale earnhardt was killed yeah looked like nothing uh yeah it, it's just a bummer that guys are getting hurt uh kevin pappenfuss great seeing you guys last saturday at bruce's that was a great time um that's always a good time oh, over there isn't it i could sit and listen to those old racing stories all i know i know and, and the the first time they invited me over there i'm i'm not gonna lie i mean i knew like tommy and i knew you know jeff liebrick and, and a few guys like that and bruce but a lot of those guys there i had just heard of them you know and i'd heard of them my entire life and finally got to meet some of them but um when I found out that thing was going on, um, I wanted to stay way longer. But, you know, we got to home of economy at like 930 in the morning or whatever it was, 10 o'clock. And it got to be a long day. But uh, thank you to Bruce Hart. Uh, boy, that was a yeah. great time. He goes, he goes above and beyond. You oh, know. he does. He does. You I know. mean, just the beer, the food, yep. The, yep. the fun. Yeah. I mean, and then he's got racing on on a TV. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't beat it. Uh, Brendan says... Crazy when we have a when we have two three day shows with hard racing. How by the end of the weekend it hurts to talk. Announcers, you know what? Yeah, we all know what we're talking about. I uh, says Kyle Larson said to himself, "I feel safer in a dirt car than I do NASCAR." I think I don't know how much NASCAR you watch, Keith, but I think a lot of the guys are saying that because look at the last two years. Uh, you know, you throw the Kurt Busch in there and the, and the concussion issues that have been going around. I don't think these guys are really totally happy with that package yet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't watch a whole lot of NASCAR. It got too boring for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nap car. Uh, Kyle Larson owns High Limit Series, can't support his own series, which I never thought of that. Um, yeah, if he's not going to be able to go race in his own series, uh, that's something. That's that big money one where, yeah. I mean, um, I was kind of hoping they were going to get River City Speedway or somebody up here on that, but... You know, you mentioned it. You said this about Greenbush. We're too far up north. Yeah. It's just, just too far to go. 
Um, it is, but you know what? If the world of all laws can do it, uh, why can't they? Right. That's the way I look at it. Um, do you do anything to prepare for your Saturday nights? I mean, my preparation is, you know, of course, you read up on things during the week. Um, I, I know you and I are a lot different. I prepare by first stopping at the broken drum. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have a can of vocal lubrication, maybe two. Uh, and then I go, but do you have a routine that you go through? I mean, I, I always make sure I go get this done before I go to the pits, and here's who I go to see, and this is what I do. But is it that way for you, too, or do you just kind of wing it every every week? Well, I, there's there's a little bit of a routine. I usually uh, write down my sponsors and stuff for the mm-hmm. night and make sure that's ready. Find out who won the previous night here at River Cities or, mm-hmm. you know, in in, in other area track and then uh i can't sit still on saturdays i drives me nuts to sit home uh so i'm usually out out the door by about 1 1 30 mm-hmm. and then i get to the track and open up my booth make sure all that stuff's ready to go and then just hang out yeah do you are, are you single i am okay so you don't have anybody barking at you about geez you really have to go this early right and because I'm not kidding you. If I could, I would probably be there by noon or one o'clock yeah. on Fridays because I feel bad when I, I try to make it down to the pits every night if I can before races start, but I don't have time to talk to everybody I really want to talk to by getting there at five o'clock mm. or whatever. And, and, and that's not even to mention like little Canada and stopping at, at some of these areas, you know, around the pits and the parking area because I mean, let's face it, race fans are about the coolest people in the world. Yeah, and, exactly. And if you could, I mean, maybe one day we should just say, you know what, there's no racing today, but all you fans, let's just go hang out. Yeah. <laughs> because that would be a blast. Yeah. I mean, are, are there people, we get the Canadians down here in groups of people, but we all see them. The guys that, and they're probably not from Greenbush, but are at that track every Friday. Oh, yeah. Or every exactly. Saturday. Um, yeah. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah, and then they all sit in the same spots, so. Yep. You know, you can walk, when I walk up the stairs, I'm looking, you know, saying hi to the to these uh, people that are there every weekend. And mm-hmm. when you're not there, you kind of wonder, oh, what's going on? Right, you right. Um, well, the grandkid graduated. Yeah. Okay, well, let it go this time. Or there's a wedding, and I still can't see why people get married during wedding or race season. You know, uh, I know 100 people that will say the same thing. <laughs> what do you think you're doing? You don't get married during racing season or hunting season. <laughs> well, unfortunately, one follows the other. Oh, so. I know. I know. Um, when you go to Greenbush, I, I want to focus a little bit for a minute here on uh, you're wrapping up the, the year, September 2nd and 3rd. Now, if somebody wanted to go up there and because there's things to do around that area. Uh, Greenbush is a fairly small town, but do they have hotel accommodations? And, and is there that near? And, I mean, you're not that far from Roseau and War Road and, and other towns, but if somebody was to do that and they're thinking, okay, how can I do this? Would it be better to bring a camper, a tent, find a motel, or what would you recommend? I would say bring a camper. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have some camping spots here at the racetrack. Okay. Uh, I think it's like $25 a night for just electricity. Okay. You can camp anywhere on the grounds for free without electricity. Oh, sure. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. so as far as motels, Greenbush, no, not really. Okay. And then that's another 20 miles back to Roseau, mm-hmm. 40, 40 back to War Road, and then the same 40 from Thief River. Okay. So yeah, For some reason, I thought Greenbush was a lot farther away from Thief than that. So it's really not that bad. I mean, you got no. less than an hour drive, you right. know, a little over a half hour drive, and you got a decent motel. But 
there's things to do around there too, especially at that time of the year. I mean, gosh, if you're a fisherman, you could run up to Lake of the Woods quick. You could. There's all kinds of things to do. Yeah. And most of the time, you're just having too much fun after the races. Exactly. To go anywhere. Right. Right. You know, I'm just going to so. sit here by a campfire and, and party with these guys. Right. Right. I did want to know this, and I'm sure you're not going to be able to answer me uh, this question. But um, we talk about. I mentioned the Wall Brothers earlier. Dave and Dermont um, have been around forever. I mean, since I can remember. I do occasionally run into them at racetracks. You know, they come to River Cities once in a while, but um, those guys are still going strong. Do they offer tours at Wall Brothers Racing? Do you know? Because I, my entire life, and this is when we used to go race Strathcona and all that way back in the day, I've always wanted to go check that place out. I think they do. Okay. I'm not 100% positive, but I think if you could uh, call ahead or message mm-hmm. ahead, uh, they'd probably take you through. You think the uh, name dropping would help? <laughs> My name won't get you any place. Yeah, they're like, who? <laughs> yeah. Um, in the winter, you know, what do you do with your time? Um, I have a hard time. I mean, I'm lucky enough. I call some hockey games on the radio and things like that. But winters drive me nuts. I'm not a snowmobiler anymore. I don't skate anymore. I, I, I don't do any fun outdoor activities anymore. I sit inside and I wish for fishing season and racing season, but what does Keith Cumming do all winter? I actually I kind of hibernate. Do yeah, yeah. Um, not a, not a big fisherman, mm-hmm. so that's kind of out. Uh, I like my high school hockey. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I try to follow that, and then uh, of course Sioux hockey. You know. And World was pretty decent this year. Well, I don't even follow them. Oh, you that's, don't? No, that's just a sore subject. Oh, really? Yeah, I okay. believe too much green. Oh, you mean like Roseau Green or no, what? No, no, no. I'm, I'm an East Sider. Okay. I, I, are you originally from East Side? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, God, that's funny. Uh, did you, uh, well, you talked to Ryan Corbett on, on Saturday yep. over at. No, I didn't. Okay. I didn't well, he had a son with him. Yeah. Kid's turning in to be a baller of a hockey yeah. player for a sophomore. He's doing really good. I didn't know you were an East Sider. Yep. And, and it's funny because uh, if we're going to talk about sore subjects in Warroad, um, I had some people reach out to me about things going on with the World Girls High School Hockey Program, and yeah. a lot of complaints, yeah. but none of them would come on the show and talk about it, yeah. and I really wish they would have. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of things. We were dealing with it back in my day, you know, back in 83, Yeah. Um, basically recruiting even and how back, you can get away. Back in my day, you sure. know, in late 70s, early 80s. Wow. Isn't that something? Um, but they always get up there, don't they? They always yeah. make it down to the state tournament. Boy, that is crazy how that works. So your thoughts on East Side this year. Do you get to go watch them play at all, if you can? Uh, a couple times. Yeah. yeah, I suppose when they're up in War Oda yeah. Rosal, you're going to watch that. Yeah, and then I made it back to East Side here for a game against uh, when they played Cathedral. Oh, okay. Okay, that was a day game. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that compared to a night game. If you ever want to come and watch a night game, by the way, just get a hold of me beforehand because, uh, well, I know you got to get back to work, but I live basically two minutes away from the rank right so uh it's always fun uh going to the civic center what do you want to talk about uh whatever you want to talk about (laughs) (laughs) you know a couple things i guess we don't have on the schedule yet okay uh the baker cup oh yeah elliot baker is a very good friend of mine um passed away way too early in 1998 Mm -hmm. and uh this would be the 23rd year for the baker cup and then we also, not scheduled yet, is the Olsen Cup for the Lightning Sprints. Okay. Um, for Chad and Corey. We go back to Elliot Baker. Um, you know, I'm a thief for every guy. I, I, 
Elliot was a very good friend of mine for a long time. Um, I used to wrench with, with Brian Wild, and we used to park usually right next to each other. You had Elliot and Bruce, yep. you know, together. And um, I still remember because when what happened to Elliot, um, I was here then. I was living in Grand Forks, and I heard uh, what had happened, and he was in the hospital. So when I went to visit, uh, they said, we're sorry he passed away, and I didn't know that. And that hit me hard. Uh, he was – Elliot Baker was the kind of guy – you definitely did not want to have as an enemy. Right. He was one of those guys you definitely wanted to have as a friend. Yep. And um, him, his family, uh, the guys working on his cars, they, they were all friends of mine. And uh, he will be missed. And how cool is that, though, for Greenbush uh, to kind of honor Elliot and, and have these shows like that? Yeah. Yeah. He started out in the street class mm -hmm. uh, a couple years there, and then he moved up to the Modifieds. And uh, he was just a wild man. Oh, track. was he? <laughs> I know one, one night he got a call against him, and he just lit up the tires. <laughs> I remember and was that. off to the pits. <laughs> and then you just leave him alone for an hour. Yeah, yeah, leave him alone till after the races, and then he can open up, you know, what the whiskey bottle behind the seat yeah. in, the, in the rollback. And you know, uh, Bruce Walker is his pit guy back then was one of the probably the toughest sob one of the ones I've ever met in my entire life. And when Elliot was in one of those kind of moods, I don't even think Bruce would go approach him. He would just say, he knew better. It's like, yeah. nah, I think I'll just kick back here. And, and uh, speaking of Bruce, when I was up at, Devil, or at uh, Greenbush here two years ago, I ran into him. I hadn't seen him forever. Um, that's what's really cool, and that's why I'm hoping I can get to Greenbush again this year because it's kind of a different deal, you know, compared to who I see here, compared to who you see up right, there. Right. Um, I, I get to see a lot more of the Thief River area people right, yeah, when yeah. I go up to Greenbush, and, and that is one of the – you know, I had so much fun when we were up there. So if you're going to miss any more races, let me know, because I'd go back up there again in a heartbeat. Not on the horizon, but you never know. Yeah, you never know. Um, I know there's a lot of sponsors that help make Greenbush Race Park and Racetrack go. You got any of them off the top of your head? Uh, I do, but I wouldn't do justice to all of them. Mm -hmm. I know we've had a long, we got a long list of sponsors that have been with us probably since day one. Um, I always mention them every race night, plus, sure. plus that the sponsor that night. And then uh, at the end, I always say, uh, please support these businesses that support racing. Yeah. And that, that, you know. It's hard to without, without them, none of us would be able oh, to do it. No. No. You know, no racers, no tracks. Absolutely. So, uh, let's see here. We got a bunch more texts. I didn't even see that. Let's go over these. Do, 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 do. Kyle Larson's, okay, Amanda Joe, Casey, Terry Blacklands, Greenbush Race Park, one of the best kept secrets and dirt tracks. Track is nearly always perfect. Uh, Mason Aaron's racing videos, might have missed this, but Keith, which event are you looking forward to the most this year at Greenbush? Any race you want to come and visit, Aaron. <laughs> That's the one you're <laughs> looking forward like to the every most. every time you show up, it rains. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul Erickson, lightning sprint driver, says, That's what beer is for. Helps you forget winter. <laughs> it sure does. I uh, ran into Paul last night. Good talking to him. Aaron uh, Holton's watching. Uh, how are concessions in Greenbush? Do they have a bar, restaurant, kind of like Devil's Lake does? Or We do have a beer garden. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, beer concessions out of Rozo kind of takes care of the food part. Mm -hmm. And the race park does the popcorn and the pop and stuff sure. like that. I remember when I was there, the food was good. Yeah. Um, and, and beer and 
dirt tracks, well, we all know they go together yeah. hand in hand. It's, it's a Especially deal. Especially when it gets about 88 degrees Yeah, outside. no kidding. And um, the humidity starts going up. Now, yeah. this year, River City Speedway, they're bringing in bush light. I don't know if you heard that. I heard that. That's going to be huge. That is going to be huge. I don't know if they haven't said anything about Bud Light yet. But um, as far as I'm concerned, we don't need that anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you do now until racing season starts? I mean, we're the, the clock, is, is it's ticking. You can yeah. hear it. I'm just... I'm kind of a, like a, a stat freak. You know, I like keeping stats on stuff. Okay. So I'll kind of slowly put my binder together to get ready for the opening week. Um, I wish I would have brought it in, but last fall I did a little thing about most wins at the track in the, in the 10 years that track uh-huh. has been running it and, and uh, published that. Um, but, yeah, um, get a little more excited each, as each week passes. So do you take notes after every night? And kind of keep it together as in, in your binder you're talking about? Uh, not so much notes, but I keep notes for the race because I do the write-ups. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, for, sure. For all the dirt and the local papers. All oh, right, right. Okay. So. Um, I was going to say, quit it. You're making me look bad because <laughs> all I do is I go to Stephen uh, Lewis or Stephen Jesus, and he's, he's like a walking statistician. Yeah, well, he's... Far better than I am. Yeah, yeah. And and the eighties was way hard on me. I can't do that. But Steven, he, he's kind of my guy. Hey. Uh, just that they don't have a camera. Okay. On but I did have a question. Um, so you know, if you look at the picture of the track there, because I don't know much about racing. So to me, like, does the River Cities have like a higher bank because yeah. it's a shorter track? No. Or it's 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 just higher banked. Yeah, it's just higher banked. We added banking to our track. 2015, 2016, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just made the racing much better. Oh, much but better. But it's not as high as what River Cities is now or what it used to be. Yeah, River Cities is probably higher, more banking than yeah. the average dirt track. Um, that's why the speeds are so ungodly fast here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. these they, they really move. So why, why don't the other tracks do it like that? Um, for one thing, money. Yeah, it costs it a might lot not of money. Be feasible. I mean, mm-hmm. and because I, I think Devil's Lake doesn't seem like it has like nearly as high. Of, I mean, that, that, that kind of looks more like Devil's Lake to me. Well, if you would have stood on the top of corner one and two on Devil's Lake and looked down, you'd think you're four four stories. Oh yeah. In the air. Yeah. Oh really? It, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's got yeah. more banking, and, and especially if you walk around River Cities one time and you're up there, it's crazy because what? Oh, it's like climbing a hill. It is. Yeah. It, is. Yeah. it really is. Exactly. It is, and it's if you go to like between turns three and four. And go up to the top and look off the backside. Because I've seen guys like Dobmeyer and guys go launching off turns three and four. You're a long way off the ground before you come back down and yeah. hit that ground in the backside. That is a that's a hard that's a hard bounce when you come off of that one. But um yeah, Greenbush is a great racetrack. Yeah. Great racetrack. Um you guys stay fairly dry there. I mean, most of the time. It, does the water run off pretty easily there? Oh, yeah. Is yeah. It, the, the worst part is usually the infield. And that's the problem with almost every yeah, racetrack. Yeah. Our pits, uh, over the years, they've taken and poured uh, crushed asphalt yep. in the pit area mm-hmm. to harden it up. I mean, when, when it first opened up, if it started to rain, there was a bullet oh, yeah. train to get out of there. Yep. So, yeah. Well, you know, people don't realize, too, now everybody's bringing these 80-foot haulers in that are yeah. about this high off the ground. Yeah. And if they do go in there and if we do get rain and they get all money, imagine what it costs to go run that thing through a car wash. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and you're spending, if you're lucky enough to win any money, you're spending it all trying to clean your rig. Yeah. And, and it's usually the racetrack is the least affected right, part. Most of the, of the time, it all runs off. Yeah, you know, so. right, right. 
Oh, boy, I'm looking forward to it. I'm trying to figure out a good night to go up there. I, I, what I'd like to do is I'd like to tie it in with a little bit of fishing is what I'd like to do. So I'm going to have to get a hold of you, figure this out, <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe go hang out up at Morrowood for the day and go watch racing that night. But, um, you know, if there's... Maybe we can uh, work out a... Do a remote out there, like... Or a podcast out there. Hey, that'd be kind of cool. You want to co-host if we do? Sure. <laughs> I'm always looking forward to getting off work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll make sure we do it on a Saturday. Um, okay. Do you work days, nights, or yeah, both? days. Days? Okay, that's nice. So you had to take today off. Yep. We appreciate it. I mean, <laughs> nobody should have to burn a vacation day to come and talk to me I for had, an hour. I got vacation time to burn, so it's oh, do no big deal. Okay. Um, you like working where you're doing? Uh, I like the job that I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long are you going to keep plugging away at it? Uh, probably at least another five years. Another five years? Yeah. You already got plans? No. No? You think you'll stay around here when you're done? Oh, yeah. I'd stay in the area for mm-hmm. sure. See, my plans are to be here in the summer. This is a long ways away. Uh, and it's funny because it drives my wife nuts. And the only reason I want to be here in the summers is racing yep. and catfishing. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I want to go somewhere for the fall, maybe a month, and then I want to come back for deer hunting and Christmas and then go for the winter. I don't care. But as long as I'm here for my racing. One winning Powerball ticket, though, can change all of that in a hurry. Oh, it sure could. (laughs) It sure could. I could build a nice house right by every racetrack, and then I'd be happy as hell. Well, that's kind of a bucket list thing. Is A few years ago, it was a bucket list thing uh, to hit every Wazota track in the area. Mm -hmm. You know, the ones that I haven't been to. Mm -hmm. I think that would be... How many fun, are fun left summer. on the list? Oh, there's still quite a few. Yeah, it's the same with me. Um, people are surprised, and they probably are you too, being an announcer, that I, I haven't been to the Houston's. I haven't been to Knoxville. There's a ton of tracks I haven't been to. I haven't even been right. to Ada or Fergus. I've, I've made it to Ada. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't been to Fergus or Lisbon or Houston's. So, yeah. You know, let's try to hit a new one every couple years. Well, maybe one year I'll get to yeah. do that. Um Thank you for coming on, man. Well, thanks for having me. Um, looking forward to uh, heading up to Greenbush. Looking forward to getting the reports every week and, and finding out how things are going up there. And um, any racers that you're really looking forward to seeing this year? You know, it's always fun at the beginning of the year to see what they've changed and, and, and color schemes and all that. Oh, I always look forward to opening night mm-hmm. just, just to see all the new color schemes. While they're I've still in nice shape. Been that way as, <laughs> you know, since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as any big race, all of them. Yeah. Yeah, you know, looking forward to all the drivers coming in and drivers. Uh, make sure you fill out the paperwork. Yeah, because I take care of the paperwork when you come through the gate. And if you can get it filled out ahead of time, all oh, makes things save much easier. Much you know, easier for any track you go to. Got to fill out the paperwork. Sure, sure. Just curious, who uh, everybody thinks is kind of going to be the front runner this year? I. For some reason, I think uh, Brendan Mullen is going to kind of be pushing the envelope on everybody. He's going to be good in the sprint cards this year. Um, you can never knock him out. We'll see what happens with Dob Meyer. Yeah. But when it comes up to Greenbush uh, with you guys, especially the mods and things like that, um, one name that always comes top of my list is probably Black Lance. Yeah. Uh, the guy just seems to tear it up up yeah. there. But who are the guys that win consistently up there for you? Oh, boy. It, it seems like there's a different winner every night. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that competitive. Uh, and that's the way we like to see it. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can never. Well, Tyler Peterson oh, kind of TPO, yeah. put the stink on everybody last year. I think he won like nine modified features. Yeah, those A mods. You know, um, he had a hell of a weekend there with that mod tour weekend, winning all four nights. Yeah. So 
I'm wondering if um, I know that Terry Blacklance, he's been working on getting back in shape a little bit. Um, I wonder if we think we'll ever see him back in a car. I know he's I watching. I think that Maybe was his answer. goal, was to get back in shape, to get in back, back in a race car this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be awesome. That'd be awesome to see him back. Uh, I know they're 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 he's trying hard uh, racing and catfishing. Life's two greatest summer pastimes. Dave Hubbard, thank you very much. You agree with me? I like that. All right. Uh, plans for the rest of the day? Or are you just going to slowly work your way back uh, up? North? Maybe a couple stops here in town and then head back north. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks again for coming in, man. Thanks uh, for having me. And I'll get a hold of you. We'll figure something out. I yes. want to get up there. Uh, you can be my host with the most sure. for a day. That'd be awesome. All right, there you go. Keith Cumming, our Greenbush Racetrack announcer on Dirty Thursday, brought to you by River City Speedway and Rumors Sports Bar and Casino. Uh, BT, over at Rumors, got a lot of stuff going on. In fact, the Sports Card Memorabilia Show is coming up Saturday, May 13th. Uh, let's see. They've got um, all kinds of things going on. Uh, don't forget, the Kentucky Derby Party is not far away either. Your Kentucky Derby coming up in May. And your special tonight, you want to go get some good grub, sandwich it aside for just 7 bucks. Go watch uh, your favorite sports team play. I know the Wild are off tonight, but you could probably go watch the Twins. Enjoy yourself, sandwich it aside, and have a, a beer tower. Man, that sounds like the best of all worlds right there. So thank you to Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. Uh, by the way, next week, if you haven't heard, guest on Dirty Thursday is NOSA driver Nick Umdahl. Yeah, we got him coming. Been trying for three years to get him on. Make sure to catch the Fork Sports Highway Show at 6.30 tonight. It is an awesome sports show for sure. I will catch you tomorrow morning. Remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. You'll never miss a Dirty Thursday that way. We all know the Grand Cities are an awesome place. Well, Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.